0: Hey, good afternoon, folks. This is Pastor Larry with Freedom Ministries. Happy Thanksgiving Day to you. If you're having family over, if you're having friends over, if you're around uh, anyone that you love and care for today, give thanks for folks like that in your life. Also, please give attention and thanks to God. He deserves all all our praise and glory, doesn't he? So I hope that you're having a wonderful day. I know it's noon, it's in the afternoon now, and you're probably busy, but I hope that you'll have time to catch up with this. And so if you're watching on Facebook right now and you have a moment uh, to tune in, awesome. Thanks for joining me today in this moment. If you're listening in on the podcast at Podcast with Pastor Larry, this is episode two. We covered episode one and part one on Tuesday of this week because this week is giving a lot of attention to Thanksgiving this whole month. Right. And we covered in part one uh, some great thoughts about freedoms that all of us should be thankful for four. And so if you didn't have an opportunity to listen to Tuesdays, you need to go back and pick up on one and two. Um, We will cover those in review in just a moment. But I wanted to give you the opportunity to let you know that part one, episode one was on Tuesday of this week. While you're plugging in, don't forget to hit the like. Don't forget to hit the share. Please share. Take this link that is on your Facebook page and share this with others. And of course, along the way, you can comment. So we're talking about this whole subject matter of four freedoms that every Christian should be thankful for. I hope that you're going to have an awesome Thanksgiving day today. If you're off from work, you got some time off, great. Maybe you're even off tomorrow on Friday, and this is a long weekend for you. That is great. I'm happy for you, and I'm glad that you're able to do that. You know what? That's something to thank God for too, right? That not only do you have time off, but you got time to spend with those that you care and love. So we've been talking about these four freedoms. And I mentioned on Tuesday, I know that all of us at times can be judgmental, can't we? At times we can be unthankful towards life. We can just get so busy in our life that we start going through our day and our life and our week and our months and our years and not Be all that thankful. And it has to be something that we focus on. It has to be something that we give attention to. So it's a shame, though, isn't it, that the only time that some people are thankful for or even thank God is maybe at a set time. Remember, we covered this on Tuesday. Sometimes people only thank God at a certain set time, like Thanksgiving, like today, all of a sudden they want to be really thankful and give a whole lot of attention to that. And that's good. But I think it's sad because the theme of thanks is for the Christian shouldn't be seasonal. I like to mention this. And I said this on Tuesday, our life should be like thanks living more than just Thanksgiving in the month of November. It should be all the time that we have a thankful heart. After all, who should be more thankful than the Christian? So sometimes people only are thankful at a set time or when things are going great. Like they're only thankful when things are perfect in their world. And if the only time that we're going to be thankful is when God is blessing us visibly, I mean, there is, you know, the sign of spiritual uh maturity and it's outwardly displayed on our part. Um but job said this. Do you remember this verse? Job's a Job's a great book for us to learn from and read about when we go through trials and hardships on our own. And listen to this Job said in Job 1 21 The Lord gave and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah, we shouldn't give thanks only when things are great. We should give thanks, as the Bible says, in everything, in all things. So let's talk about the four freedoms, the ones that we talked about on Tuesday. The first one that we should be thankful for is the freedom to worship and serve God as you please. Do you remember that? To worship God and serve Him as we please. What a freedom that you and I have. As we discussed on Tuesday, there are many of our brothers and sisters across the world who do not have the privilege and the freedom that you and I in America uh, observe and enjoy on a weekly and daily basis. So, Let's be thankful for the freedom that you and I have to worship and serve God as we please. The second freedom was this, freedom from your past. Do you have a past? Yes, we all do. A lot of us would like to hit the delete button, wouldn't we? A lot of us wish we had that magic eraser, Right, that we could just kind of hit the delete and wipe away some of those things in our life. And we mentioned many in the Bible that had a past, a past that was not glorious, and a past that if anyone was to look at it, probably even today would look down on it. Of course they would. They had a horrible past, yet God used them in spite of their past. And I want to encourage you today, that's something to thank God for, the freedom from your past. Let's finish today with the next two freedoms, the four freedoms that we should be thankful to God for. Let's talk about the last two and discuss those in detail. The third freedom that I would like to share with you today on Thanksgiving is this. This is a good one. It's the best one, and that is freedom from your sin. Oh, yes, freedom to worship and serve God as as you please. Yes, the freedom from your past, but most importantly, the freedom from your sins. A lot of time you'll hear people say, well, I would become a Christian, but I want my freedom to do what I want to do. I don't want to have to give up something. And, well, that's a sad thought. That's a sad statement because the individual that is saying that doesn't even realize that they are slaves. They're not free at all because of their sin. Their sin has made them a slave. Their sin has made them and put them in bondage. They are held captive by their sin and they are chained to it. and. Yes, even to Satan. Listen to this verse. It comes from John 8, 34. Jesus answered them, said, verily, verily, which means truly, truly, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Thank God for the cross work of Jesus Christ, that when we put our faith and trust in him, he frees us from our sin. Paul said in the book of Romans that sin will have no more dominion over you. In other words, it cannot control you unless you choose it. So just like a drug addict that is addicted to drugs or an alcoholic that's addicted to alcohol or someone who's addicted to lying or pornography, They're slaves to it. They're addicted to it. They're addicted to sin and they cannot quit. Only the Christian has freedom from sin. Because it's Christ who gives us this freedom. It is Christ who gives us the victory. He, Christ, is the only one that can enable us to say no And have victory over sin. See, Christians are the only ones that can make a choice, right? To live their own life and to exercise the will of Christ in their life. How? How is this even possible? Because Christ has freed us from the sin that we were enslaved to. I want us to listen to a verse. It comes from Romans. This is a great book. Romans chapter six. And listen to what the apostle Paul says in verse 17 and 18. Paul says this, but thanks be to God for you were slaves to sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of teaching to which you were entrusted. Speaking of the gospel and the word of God and having this is verse 18 of Romans six. And having been freed from sin, you became the slaves of righteousness. That is something to thank God for freedom from your sin. The Christian is no longer in bondage to sin. Listen to Romans 6, verse 20. For when you were the slaves of sin, you were free from righteousness. We couldn't do righteousness. We couldn't be right because we were slaved to sin. But then verse 22, but now. That means something has taken place. There's the change that has taken place. But now, having been freed from sin and having become slaves of God, you have fruit unto holiness, and the end is eternal life. See, the blood of Jesus is the only thing that can break the chains of sin. Matthew twenty six twenty eight says... For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remissions of sin. That word remissions means removal. And I am thankful for the freedom of sin. I am thankful that we can be free from our sin. So yes, let's give thanks to God for the freedom to worship and serve him as we please, to be thankful for the freedom from our past, to be thankful for the freedom from our sin. But then lastly, and here is the fourth freedom, and that is freedom from death and hell. That's right. Freedom from death and eternal punishment in a Christless hell romans 8 2 says for the love of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death this is the best news this is so awesome and so if you're entering into this thanksgiving day today and you're kind of walking in the thought of what can I really give God thanks for? You just oh, were given four things, oh, four freedoms to be thankful for. See, you and I, if we're saved, have been made free from the law of sin and death. Oh, yes, my body one day will die to the human eye. But I won't be really dead I'll just be changing locations because I'll be in heaven. The Bible says, Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So to the Christian, death is simply falling asleep to wake up at the feet of Jesus. Think about this. You see, our real home as a Christian is a place called heaven that is where as a christian our citizenship is ephesians 2:19 says this now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of god so be encouraged today and give thanks to god see my citizenship and your citizenship, if you are a Christian, is in heaven. If you want to be a citizen of America, there are classes that you need to go to. There are background checks you need to have. There are documents that need to be filled in and checked. There are even tests and that you have to answer regarding the history and little history of America, but then also you have to give an oath to be a citizen of America. There are a lot of things in place, and if I can say hoops, that you need to jump through to be a citizen of America, and it is not a quick process. It takes time, and sometimes it's long But you don't get to heaven the same way that you become a citizen of America. The only way that you and I or anybody can become a citizen of heaven is through one route. And that one route is through a person. And that person is Jesus Christ. So Jesus has made it simple. Jesus said in John 14, 6, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man can come unto the Father but by me. This is what Jesus said. What is he saying? There's one way. There's, there are no other options. See, boy, that sounds very um, specific and it sounds exclusive. Actually, it's all-inclusive. And it's so simple and has been made that way so that no one could mess it up. You know, sometimes you can ask people for directions to a certain place and you can ask one or two, three different people and they will give you different directions. Oh, no, no. You want to take this route. Oh, no, no, no. That's kind of a busy highway right now. If you'll take this alternate route, you'll... Probably miss some traffic and get there a little bit faster. And while it may be more miles, you may get there and have less time and so on and so forth. So there may be other routes to get to somewhere else. There is only one way, and that is good because it lessens the confusion. It's very simple and it's very clear. You want heaven, you want your sins to be forgiven. My friend, you need to come through Jesus. John 3:36. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. That's clear. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. That's clear, but the wrath of God abideth on him. That's not good, but it's clear. Without Jesus, there's eternal separation in a place called a Christless hell. There is eternal separation from the love of God. Eternal separation. Yes, eternal. Eternal damnation or eternal life. And God is making it clear to us that this life, eternal life, can only be found through His Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 5, verses 11 and 12. And this is the record. God went on record that God had given us eternal life and this life is in his son and he that hath the son hath life and he that hath not the son of God hath not life. You want eternal life? My friend, there is only one route, one way, and it is Jesus. You can only get this citizenship by birth. Birth? Well, I've I've been born. My, I was born of my mom. No, no, no. Not physical birth. Spiritual birth. There is a physical birth. Everyone who's ever been born has had a physical birth, has had a mother somewhere, somehow. So we're talking about spiritual birth. John 3, 7. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. This is not about your mom's womb. And that was even proposed in this chapter of John 3. No. This is a spiritual birth. You must be born of spirit. He who is spirit must be born of spirit. That is putting our faith and trust in the spirit of Christ. Acts 16, 30 and 31. Paul and Silas were in jail miraculous story you ought to read about it god delivered them the jail broke open i mean there was praising there was praying it was amazing and the jailer the guard brought them out and said sirs what must i do to be saved he saw this miraculous thing happen knew it was god knew it wasn't of human invention and said can you tell me how to be saved And here was their answer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Believe on church denomination. No. Believe on your confirmation classes. No. Believe on your religious duties, your efforts, your performance. No. Believe on how good you can be and what Performance or laws you can keep. No. The Bible said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. If you don't know Jesus, then only 25% of the freedoms that I have mentioned are yours. So that means only one out of the four belong to you. Remember, there's the freedom to worship and serve God as you please. There's the freedom from your past, freedom from your sin, and freedom from death and hell. And because you do live in America, you have the freedom to worship God or not worship God as you please. That's a religious freedom that we have in this country. But the other three you don't have without Jesus. See, John 8.36 says, If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So today, as you celebrate Thanksgiving, and again, Happy Thanksgiving to you, I hope you will thank God for the freedom that you have in Jesus. Remember, we should thank God for the freedom to worship Him and serve Him as we please. So thank you, Jesus. We should thank God for the freedom from our past. Thank you for delivering me from my past. We should thank God for the freedom of our sin, for the freedom from our sin that has put us in bondage and kept us captive. Thank you, God, for freeing us. By giving us Jesus, who went to the cross at Calvary and paid the price in full, paid the debt that I could not pay. Jesus paid with his life, was buried, but rose again on the third day and gave unto us at our choosing, at our belief, the ability to become the sons and daughters of God. By putting our faith and trust alone in what Jesus has done for us. So thank you for the freedom from our sins. And then thank you, God, for the freedom that I have from eternal death and eternal hell. Thank you that one day I'll be freed from this body and I'll be given a new body. And I will not spend eternity away from you. I will not go to a place that was never created for mankind. It was created for Satan and his fallen angels and all those who follow them. So God, thank you that I have the freedom to worship you and freedom from my sin and my past and the freedom from death and hell. So give thanks to God today again thank you for being a part of this and i want to wish you a very happy thanksgiving you are loved and you are prayed for please join me next time as we'll continue to join together to study god's word i hope that you have an awesome rest of the week and weekend and don't forget Let's get together and be in church. Let's have a great celebration of the goodness of God. Let's be in church together. Join us on campus at 1030 or join us online at 1030. Either way, we would love to have you be a part of our celebration service as we continue to thank God for his goodness. Until then, God bless you. Take care.